So what does the future look like to you? Do you have it all sorted out or not? Regardless if you do or don't, the one thing that could dictate your future is climate change. Evidence is climbing that the effects of climate change will happen, but the question is how bad? Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode and today I'm joined by the marvellous Lockie Innes. Thank you Sam for having me on your episode for, for this week of the podcast. I'm, I'm very excited to be here. Oh yeah, it's going to be... It's going to be one hell of an episode. Oh, I think so, definitely, for sure. So, Lockie, in today's episode, we're kind of sticking around with the disease topic again. So, I'll set the scene. Yep. We're in 2016, and we're in northern Russia. Okay. And a mysterious flu-like virus appears in the community town. Hmm, sounds familiar. <laughs> And over the next few weeks, 90 people become infected and have to become hospitalised. And then, unfortunately, a 12-year-old boy passes away from it. Damn. And everyone is left confused. And they get these kind of, these top scientists and doctors into the town and they discover it's anthrax. But there hadn't mm. been an, an outbreak of anthrax in the area for over 70 years. Wow, 70. Yeah, so... Damn. A lot longer than I've been alive for. Same here. And and they try to f and sort of figure out where this came from. They start looking underground. So so Lockie, any guesses of where this outbreak came from? And remember, it didn't come from the surface. Mm. I don't know. That's actually it's quite a tough one. To, to figure out if it didn't come from the surface because as you know we're going through COVID at the moment and that mm -hmm. came from the surface I haven't heard of a disease coming out of under the ground so would you like to enlighten me? Give us a guess I want to say from potential decomposing of animals well we'll find out later on oh, you dumb me like that <laughs> I know it's like it's a cliche now though. cliffhanger I know. I want to know. How the hell am I meant to get you? You've hyped this up. I want to know. Alright. I'm going to give a bit of context here before the answer is given. And if you're clever enough, you'll use this information if you want to change your to answer. To figure it out. Okay. Yeah. It's like solving a mystery. So, the Earth, you have layers. And in the Arctic, you have a top layer which stays frozen. You yep. know. Yep. We all know why. And basically, it stays frozen for the whole year, and um, and above it, it, it thaws. Okay. It thaws, thaws, same thing. And then the deeper layers are called permafrost, and this layer is like rock hard. Okay, yeah. You know. Solidified. Yeah, pretty much. is located pretty much only in the northern hemisphere around the Arctic, and, you know, the permarock acts like a freezer. In your kitchen. Oh, so like preserves. Pretty much. Wow. And okay. it is solid. Have you seen the Have you seen the opening of Austin Powers? I I have seen. The, where you know the government walk in, and you know they're like, oh my god, you know we need to uh, sort this guy out, and they're like walking through, and there's Austin Powers in there, all weird. Is that tongue out? Is that the one where he loses his mojo? I don't know. But we're talking, but we're talking 
you know. But yeah, yeah, no, I understand the, the whole... Austin Powers type thing. The, the... Basically, it's preserved. Yeah, yeah. And it's been this way for years. But, a big but, it's changing. Damn. And the world as we know it has evolved and, you know, we're burning carbon and we're making the atmosphere warmer. And that's causing the permafrost to thaw and to shrink. Damn. Globalization. And then the dead plants and animals, which have been frozen for years, are being, have been started to expose. Ah, this Now, this also releases greenhouse gases like carbon dioxide and methane. And if you know anything about the cow situation, it ain't good. It ain't good. So, Lockie. Yep. Are you going to change your answer? Um, I, not necessarily. Now armed with this new knowledge of the world. Yes. Um, not necessarily change my answer, but kind of like add on to it more. I can kind of see how, you know, global warming and us being a factor that's causing these greenhouse um, emissions and stuff like that is going to obviously affect how long the ice stays frozen. I can see that it's going to melt over a time and obviously those animals that have been decayed or any sort of living bacteria but they can't be decayed because they're being preserved exactly so so already your first answer is looking a bit bit off okay bit off. i wouldn't yeah. say decayed then uh, these preserved animals that are dead are going to now so not be preserved might be something in them yeah, potentially. You never... Yeah. An animal could have, you know, eaten another animal, you know. Could like, um, cane toads, perfect example. When an animal eats a cane toad, they release poison. I don't know if that's 100% factual. I know there is a frog, though. I know, I know they change, like, color and stuff. Like, yeah, they? yeah. But, like, say a deer eats that. Or, like, a deer eats something that has a virus. Yeah, it. yeah. And these scientists come along and poke it, you know, and not wearing the right protection. Potentially could pick up a... A virus that has been preserved through this animal. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, yes, I'd like to change my answer from decayed to preserved, basically. Yeah, so yeah. you are, you know, as we've discussed, you know, preserved has been in there a while. So mm. I think you're a wise yeah. man for doing that. Thank you. All right, back onto it. So, in Russia, the scientists think that the anthrax came from a long dead reindeer. And the carcass that thawed out and, you know, along with the permafrost. And this means that the anthrax spores from the carcass, I think that's how you say it. Carcass, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I, be I believe um, so. That would spread across, you know, the area and, you know, if, and infect reindeer grazing by. So your answers here looking very strong. Wow. You know? That would animals, be first. <laughs> no cane toads, but, you know. The no deer, cane toads, no cane toads. And this... But this incident is a part of a bigger picture, a more scarier picture. A bigger picture. Pretty much like anything you find these days. There's always, there's there's always all, a part always one. There's always some tiny thing, a part of some... Part one, part two. Bigger image. Wow. And, science, and scientists worry that the, as the permafrost melts, it could unearth all sorts of diseases. Like, we're not just talking, like... Any, you know, it could, you know, we could see Spanish flu, 
Damn. Bubonic plague and smallpox. We really don't need that right now. No, going, we don't. Going through corona, that's... I wouldn't want the Spanish no. flu on my doorstep and, at all. And but when we look at the areas where there's po- permafrost... Sorry. If we... And then when we look at the areas where this permafrost is located, nearly 35 million people currently live there. And to be honest, that just, that just blew me away in itself, that so many people live near... You know, right. in these conditions, and, and it's, yet it's scary to think that they might not even know that they live near all that as well. Yeah, and then there's yeah. this whole you know situation now with you know that happened in Russia, and then also you know it's you know creating rising sea levels, you know, heat waves, droughts, and floods. But we can now add one more thing to the list: diseases we thought we had conquered can now be revived. Damn. That's already... Nothing in that sentence sounded good. No, not at all. That no. all sound, it was like one bad thing after and, another. And, and, and then also, it just keeps getting bigger. Sounds like a, a horrible day. We're literally talking that bacteria from literally 8 million years ago, like ancient, can be... Like dinosaurs time. Yeah. Can now... Can be stored away in the permafrost and is just waiting to be exposed. Damn. We're talking like, you know, ancient, you know. Yeah, yeah, like Earth and, being created and the thing type was, If there were to be an outbreak, we would be running blind. This wouldn't even compare to the coronavirus that we're in. Yeah. Because a modern day human has never faced primal... And it's not like it's... Micros. It's not like it's one disease as well. We're talking probably a couple. Or more we, than we a couple. We're talking... We don't even know. Exactly. We are running blind. As and I at said. the moment, at the moment, it is only like corona. That's but, the biggest one. I will interrupt. There is some good news, which seems hard to which seems hard to come by these days. It seems pretty hard to comprehend in this particular topic. <laughs> I know, but there is some. There is some. I, Glimmer of hope. And with this ancient bacteria that I've been talking so, not necessarily highly of, but you know. Talking it up. We'll bring it up. It needs to you be know, talked about. It needs to be addressed. They predict, they, you know, they adapt it, you know, surviving in cold conditions and it is unlikely that they will thrive in our warm bodies. I like that. That's good. That's, that's something, it's weird how something like that can just warm someone up. Yeah. So we don't need to worry about getting some super ancient virus. It may seem a little bit cool to you out there, but sure ain't. That's good. I'd rather not have to worry Plus, about it. Plus, it's also allowing scientists to study forms of bacteria located in the Arctic, Arctic region. 